0: Uh, two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High On Film! Tonight, we've got Brendan McCarthy in the squid and the whale. Blue Velvet is supposed to be quite interesting on this week's Kafka-esque episode. Well, hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High On Film Sobering Talk About Movies, your favorite Los Angeles podcast. I'm sure, has to be, has to be, number one, last on the charts, first in your hearts, there it is, high on film, I'm Chris Maxwell, I'm your host, welcome to the show, we choose guests, they choose movies, and this, this week's no different, so welcome, welcome to 233, today we're watching The Squid and the Whale from 2005, written and directed by Noah Baumbach. Frequent collaborator of Wes Anderson, of Greta Gerwig, of Jennifer Jason Lee, of other people he's been romantically involved with, I'm sure. I don't think he's been romantically involved with Wes Anderson, but who knows? Hollywood gets crazy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Let's get to my co-host. How about that? He, he's, he's up next here on the uh, checklist. Introduced co-host. You know him as the co-host from the couch. He is the Walking Kevin Bacon Game, uh, one of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, Mr. Brad Davis. Hello to all. Hey, Brad. Hi, Chris. Uh, they can't, you know, respond properly. So <laughs> I know, I for everyone. thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, now, I've been, I was so excited to watch this movie with you uh, and talk about it. Because this is a movie we've talked about a lot over the last couple years, I'd say. Every time a new Noah Baumbach film came out, I think I saw it and you did not. Right. I haven't uh, seen a lot
1: of them. no Nobombok films.
0: But you, the one you did see... Yeah. ...is Greenberg. Which I fucking hated. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that one either. That is the, my, I wouldn't, I'd say least favorite, but I'd also it say most hated.
1: It definitely ruined him for me a little bit, because <laughs> when his next couple of movies came out, I was like, I don't care.
0: Yeah. Which is too bad, because I'll tell you, I really love a lot of his movies. Uh, this one included Francis Ha, uh, While We're Young, Mistress America. I loved all, these films I think are awesome. Uh, So I was very excited to show you this one and see if you would view what I would consider one of the probably best Noah Baumbach films any differently than you did Greenberg. Or are your eyes still full of hate for the Greenberg movie?
1: My eyes will always be full of hate for the Greenberg (laughs) movie. Are they clouding
0: the judgment on, say, this film? What'd you think of this film? That's my roundabout way of saying what'd you think.
1: Uh, I like this (laughs) movie a lot. This definitely gives me a little more hope to see other Noah Baumbach movies and potentially enjoy them. Because I I did think this was a a damn good movie.
0: Yeah, this is where I first found out about him, even though he has a few movies before this. This is also where I first uh, found out about Jesse Eisenberg. That was the first time I ever saw him. What? Yeah, he's really good in this too. Yeah, I, I think everyone is. And yeah, uh, for sure, you know it's coming up. The writing's really good too. It's very well written. You know what, Brad? This is Noah Baumbach's only Oscar nomination for best screenplay. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? Yeah, and, and you know what? We're we're rolling right down the path to Oscar season, which is going to be probably fun. Usually is around here. Yeah, we enjoy it. We enjoy <laughs> it. Well, let's get into uh, our guest, huh? Let's put a plug in that, because I want to come back to that Oscar thing in a second. Okay. No, not the Oscar thing. Never I,
1: mind. I plugged it.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm not coming back to it anyway. I changed my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then I erased, Then I pulled the plug. Let's get to our guest. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Let the dam open up. Here's our guest. He's returning for his fourth time. That's right. Once Around the Bases. Mm-hmm. Our friend... <laughs> Who's always made very interesting movie choices. Let's see. What, what did we start with? Uh, there Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Then uh, we went to Heavyweights. Heavyweights. Of yeah. course. A <laughs> clear lineage <A> there. total
2: <laughs> yeah. direct
1: a uh, natural direction the
2: right yeah, yeah. yeah for sure for mm-hmm. sure and then uh the third one was uh the water boy
1: the water
0: boy yes it because was uh, football. football yeah right
2: so i, I wanted to pick a, i almost forgot we did the water boy yeah football movie that some people forget about you yeah. know I but did. it is a sports
0: movie oddly so. enough i believe that is one of our longer episodes <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to discuss 230 well, movies we've talked about on the show the water boy we had more yeah. to say about <laughs> Man, a lot of them. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Brendan McCarthy has returned! Thank you very much. A pleasure. I'm back, yeah. Yeah, welcome. Mm. Oh, always great to see you. Yeah. Uh, and I'm always interested in your movie choices. Yeah. So, Squid and the Whale. The I got whale. this text from you, and I was like, hmm, I did not see this coming.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, what what I don't know what you expected. How, I mean, I don't should, know. Maybe I, I go for a little bit more flashy movies. You know, with the yeah, water like boy, heavyweights, heavyweights, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Little, little lighthearted. Waterboy, Waterboy, yeah. all over the map. But uh, no, I mean, it just kind of popped into my head. And you guys have done two mm. hundred and thirty some odd or whatever. Yeah, you're you're thirty three. I mean, there's been a lot of times where I've asked about movies and they've already been taken. So mm. you got to think outside the box a little bit, and outside the box we went. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, when did you first see this movie? What drew you to it? What I mean, what sparked it in your memory? Now, Like yeah. this is what I'm kind of uh, okay. Sure, yeah.
2: Wonder. So, I guess I saw I first saw this movie. I didn't see this movie till probably like 2011, 2012.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, and just one of my buddies in college said that I would really dig it. So. He was like, oh, yeah, there's a kid where there's a scene where a kid masturbates, and it's like really not creepy and it's really funny. And I was like, oh, yeah, great, sign me up for that. I'm in. Mean, <laughs> and then, so it's like, okay. Is that all it, it
0: takes for you to watch a movie? You know, yeah. I mean,
2: it's, it was a hell of a pitch. But, uh, but no. And
1: it, it, it is creepy. It's creepy. It's definitely creepy. Yeah.
2: But you don't feel creepy about yourself. I don't know. This is a, I want to be careful of how
0: I word this. Yeah. Time. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, yeah. I and mean, it's not done in a vulgar way. Sure, yes. It is done within the... Class. <laughs> frustrations of a divorce and right. the innocence of a child. Exactly. Finding out about sexuality. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Way to save that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think I accurately described it. Absolutely, that. of yeah, yeah. course. Yeah, I mean, it saved it. I, and I do think it is a, a funny scene. One of the two scenes I vividly remember. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> from this movie. How could you forget? Yeah. Well, have you seen a lot of Noah Baumbach? movies? Not really.
2: I mean, I've seen uh, Francis Ha, and I think that might be the only other one I've seen, actually. Hmm. But I, you, I like, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Wes Anderson, and you know, they have the same kind of flair, you know, similar storytelling, you know. They do. They
0: do. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's do let's get into our first segment. Let's do it. All right. It's called Trash Star Destroy. We give you three movies of a similar ilk. Mm-hmm. We ask that you trash one, which means it's eliminated from existence. One movie you get to star in in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the third movie, of course, uh, must be destroyed, which means that the only version that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay, of, course. of Armageddon fame.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, <laughs> let's do three Noah Baumbach uh, directed movies, alright? Okay. We'll do the movie we just watched, The Squid and the Whale. Mm-hmm. We'll do the other one you, you've seen, Francis Ha. And uh, let's do his newest, the one that came out this year. The Meyerowitz stories. Yeah. New and selected. Yeah. Sandler. Yeah, Sandman. Sandman.
2: Yeah. And Sandman. Ben,
0: Stiller, ben Stiller. Stars of two of your previous movies, Heavyweights and wow. Waterboy. Wow. Ben Stiller's he in Waterboy. In He's in Heavyweights. Yeah. And, I think and, he and
1: Waterboy. Waterboy.
0: Adam Sandler. Oh. oh. You said Sandler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I thought yeah. you were I, saying Ben Stiller. We was in both the same those page, movies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Somehow we both missed. <clears throat>
0: that you, up. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so Trash Star Destroyed. Trash Star Destroy. Uh, Star Destroy. <laughs> Squid and the Whale. Francis, Francis ha, ha. The Meyerowitz Stories New and Selected.
1: I am... I'm going to start in Squid and the Whale. And I think... ooh, I think I could probably got to take the Eisenberg role. Yeah. Um, A to... Be able to act with Daniels and Linny. Because I guess the only other scene uh, role I would consider is Daniels. Because he gets some pretty juicy dialogue in there. But I really would want to act with both of them. And I actually really would love doing the scene, the shrink scene that Jesse Eisenberg has in that movie. Mm. Yeah. That's a damn good scene to get to do. With
0: Miles from Lost.
1: Yes, my I was I was trying to <laughs> see what that was. That's exactly what that was. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's also in Last Jedi. Uh, yeah or maybe not Last Jedi. What? Force Awakens. Him and Greg Gunberg oh, are right. in Force Awakens um when they're planning the assault on the Starkiller base. Okay. He's not in Last Jedi. Okay. Just excited to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Always ends up coming up on this show. <laughs> so, well, you know, has to. Um So then
1: Meyerwood's stories or Francis Ha, uh, boy, I haven't seen either. I have a feeling that M- Francis Ha is better off being trashed than given to Michael Bay, which then means I'm giving Michael Bay Meyerwood stories.
0: Interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, there's some uh, scenes of violence in Meyerwood stories. Okay, great. Ben Stiller and Adam Sandler really go to town on a car with like uh, some. Canes and stuff. Great, yeah, done.
1: Yeah, Will help. Yeah, you get a lot of up angle shots on them doing it, slow motion rising.
0: Exactly. They they're brothers, so they can have that like the buddy cop. Kind oh of,
1: yeah, uh, pairing. It's right up, uh, Bay's alley. Yeah, there you go, Brendan. Yeah.
0: What are you doing here with a squid in the whale, Francis Ha? And the Meyerowitz story is new and selected. Yeah.
2: Well, it's tough. I I really like two of the movies, and the other one I haven't seen. So I'll just go ahead and trash the Meyerwood story just because I haven't seen it and okay. you know, whatever you know. And it's the
0: one with Dustin Hoffman. I know,
2: you're right. So screw him. When win. there we go. We can forget it ever happened and not feel guilty about it later by enjoying performances by him like Hook. There we go. So, <laughs> um, and then I guess I'd star in. Uh, I'd star in Francis Ha. Mm. as Francis, of course. Oh, wow, okay. Because, God, you know, like... You're
0: taking Greta Gerwig's star turn. I'm, um, I'm
2: taking it, you yeah. know? I'm taking it. And, um, you know, I want to be in a movie where I can really, like, dance, you know? Sure. I mean, You've it's always cool. said that. I, That's always I, well, been your I thing. Well, I mean, it's magical, you know, right? It doesn't happen in a lot of movies. To be a dancer is cool. And, like, a struggling, you know, dancer. Yeah, artist in New York. Artist, you know? Yeah, yeah. When she's a caterer too, she has a heartbreaking moment with like her rich friend from the past. Yeah. 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 And that's stuck. That's stuck. <laughs> so <laughs> So uh, I'd be dancing my way through that movie. And then um, I guess I'm giving Squid and the Whale to Michael Bay. Interesting. I'm not sure exactly how that'd work out. Maybe, you know. Maybe there's
0: certainly enough misogyny in this movie. For there's Michael a ton Bair. of it. Oh, yeah, 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 there's a ton of it. That's true.
2: Yeah ton of yeah, misogyny. He
1: like, his hands well. Yeah.
2: Tennis action, you know. I don't know. Sure, maybe you you almost have to like implement like something like.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, he's writing the screen the script here, so yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Be. Maybe there's like an outbreak of smallpox in, yeah. in the 80s and or the 70s or whatever. In it might be a Transformers movie at the end of it. Could the Squid be the
0: whale and Megatron.
2: Yeah, you know, did you ever see that uh, Transformers spin-off, Beast Wars?
0: I loved Beast Wars. Beast Wars, where they were
2: animals, and yeah. then they were the Autobots or
0: Decepticons. Yeah.
2: That's how you tie it back together. That
0: would be amazing. All right, for <laughs> me, I'm starring in Beast Wars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> no, think was part of this. Um, I am going to be in... I'm thinking going to be in Francis hot okay. Easily my favorite Noah Baumbach. Um, I might take Adam Driver's part. See how that works out for me. Uh, take it for a drive. Take roll? it for a drive. <laughs> <laughs> take that roll out for a drive. There you go. Um, yeah, and maybe I can parlay that into a Last Jedi appearance. Who knows? Boy. Boy. To the Jedi.
2: Looking, Always good back Looking for the long the con. Long con? Long That's con. Right.
0: Unfortunately, this now means I'm probably trashing Squid and the Whale hey. to get this buddy action comedy of Adam Sandler and Ben Stiller directed by Michael Bay. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Opportunities like that don't come around every day. They do yeah. not, and I will take it gladly yeah. here yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. retrospect, I'm even happier with that decision. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah, yeah. that is perfect. Yeah, Ben really Stiller is. and Adam Sandler in a buddy cop movie. Yes, please. I would watch that. I, I, try would, at, I would. I would seriously yeah. watch that. Yeah, we'd be. It would be like thirteen hours for us. We'd be seeing it First Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even come out till Friday. Me and Chris are there at eleven p.m. Yep. yep.
0: Well, I've always wanted to know about the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Now you do. Yep. All right, guys, let's do one more Trash Star Destroy category. That was a great one. How could we resist doing a second category? Of course. Let's do, of course, Squid and the Whale deals with uh, a couple divorcing and the turmoil it brings the kids. So let's do three divorce movies Kramer versus Kramer. Okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. The Parent Trap. Okay. And I'll leave it up to you guys. You want to do OG or you want to do uh, LL? We, we can, can do, do either
2: or should we make a decision? <laughs> or?
0: Uh, I was thinking original, but we can do the low hand version if you guys wanted. I figured I'd leave it up to you guys. Yeah, I've seen both. I've seen both. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't seen the low hand, but I can... Uh, I've, seen, I can the I've I mean, seen the low hand one.
1: I mean, the, I've, the I mean. Seen the I've seen the low hand one more recently than the other one. I saw the other one when I was, when I was a kid, so I don't really remember it well. You watched either the low one. hand one last week. <laughs> Two <laughs> weeks ago. Always around Christmas. Always around Christmas. Um uh, but anyway, uh so Parent Trap, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Kramer. Kramer Kramer. 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 Alright. Back to Hoffman.
0: Yep, back to Hoffman. I feel like <laughs> <In>
1: litigation. I, <laughs> I'm gonna start in Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. I, I did love that movie as a kid. Are you going to be the
0: son? Okay. I'm going to be the son. I'm going to be Matthew Lawrence. Not Joey Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. yeah and not <laughs> is, that, is he actually a Lawrence? He's actually a Lawrence. He's a Lawrence. Oh, okay. He's definitely a Lawrence. I didn't know he was a Lawrence. He's, He's a the Lawrence. Lawrence that's on War Boy meets meets World.
1: World. That's the same Lawrence? That's the same, same Lawrence. Lawrence. Hmm. Same one. Yep. Interesting. There's three
2: of them. Yeah. The youngest one was the least successful, I feel like. Yes.
0: Did he even try though?
1: We'll they well they, they used to I do know. like Lor- like the Lawrence Garage or something like
0: that. Well, that no, was it on Oh the yeah, brothers there was or or, like, like on ABC or something. Yeah.
1: But they also did, was it Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? They did like original movies starring Disney. all three Lawrence Brothers. I think they yeah. were Disney. Disney yeah, or yeah. original movies, yes. that sounds right, yeah. They were starring all three of them. There's like two of them. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um uh, <laughs> But I'm gonna take Matthew Lawrence's role in This Mrs. Doubtfire to work with Robin Williams in that movie would have been awesome. Uh, that leaves Kramer versus Kramer or The Parent Trap. I'm gonna trash Kramer versus Kramer in keeping with the idea of trash and Dustin Hoffman movies at this point. Okay. Sorry, Meryl, we're taking away one of your Oscars, I believe, but sure you'll have you can win more. You, you have plenty of time. Yeah. Um, and then that means I'm giving Michael Bay. The, the Parent, parent trap. trap.
0: So it has to be the Lindsay Lohan yeah, version. Of course
1: it does. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan in Michael Bay's The, the Parent Man. Trap. Well, even the bigger thing than Lindsay Lohan for me, isn't the dad in that movie Dennis Quaid? Uh, I wouldn't know. I didn't see it. pretty sure it is. Dennis Quaid. Let me think. I, if, the, if if it is, that also makes perfect sense. He fits very well in a Michael Bay movie.
0: Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do here, Brendan?
2: Well, I got to... You seems so... Uh, yeah, I got to trash the parent trap. Oh, boy. I got to forget that thing ever existed. Okay. Let's to get get together, no, no, no. You know? Oh, yeah, Dennis Quaid, there directed
1: by Nancy Myers. Oh, look at that.
2: There you go. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's a piece of trash.
1: <laughs> it's not very good now.
2: That's why it's gone. In my world. Anyway, Um, I guess I would... Kramer vs. Kramer, or then uh, Dad Mrs. Doubtfire. Dad i got I got a star in Mr. Mrs. Doubtfire. Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah. It's the a sequel. gender bender, afterward, in, after all. Yeah. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Sally one. One Field get that at some has point. to dress up as an old man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see. <laughs> now the kids all want to stay with Robin Williams because he's rich and successful with his own dinosaur <laughs> TV show. They always wanted to stay with him. Yeah, now they get their wish, and now yeah. oh, Sally Field has to dress up like an old man.
2: Oh, in order to. You know, oh,
0: I will watch the kids while you're busy at the station. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Doubtfire. Wait, no, that's. <laughs> <laughs> his name's not Doubtfire. No, well, it would man. have to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a pretty big tell if she named yeah. herself wow, Mr. Doubtfire. That's weird. Yeah, especially because I believe Mrs. Doubtfire says that Mr. Doubtfire's long dead. Yes, long dead. That's true. Yes, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true,
2: but I would be, I guess in that movie, I would be Pierce Brosnan. Yes! Oh, LeBron. Of course! Why not? Yeah, of course cool. it would Come be. Come on. That's great role. He's friggin' driving, what is he driving, like a Mercedes-Benz coupe? Yeah. He's got, you know, Sally, locked up. <laughs> Very impressive guy.
0: You are a victim of a drive-by fruiting. It, yeah, yeah, that's fine, mm-hmm. you know?
1: And uh, Robin Williams has to do the Heimlich on you.
0: Yeah.
2: I, has to. Has to. Well, he
0: tried to kill me. Yeah, I know. He tried to kill, you know. Well, I didn't try to kill you, he just tried to make you feel discomfort. He knew... He doesn't know that, that I was deathly allergic <laughs> to
2: pepper. I made a point of saying that. Yeah, okay. And all of a sudden, he goes back into the kitchen, totally undetected by about 16 sous chefs. Oh, yeah. And dumps a whole thing of pepper around. How,
0: well, yeah, I mean, we've both been in kitchens before. You can just waltz in and out no matter who you are without anyone stopping and looking at you and say, excuse me. It's possible. No, it's not. <laughs> but it is in every movie that's ever existed. There you have it. So does that mean it's Michael... Bay's Kramer versus I Kramer? I guess
2: it's Michael Bay's Kramer versus Kramer. It wouldn't surprise me if he's had to argue over children before. Yeah. Well, the little kid, I feel like the little kid probably has some, could find some like hidden superpower within him, you know? Mm. Or like, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. He always seemed kind of on the spectrum-y anyway in the movie, so he probably has mm. something that's much more redeeming, like a, you know? Yeah. Like a, like a he's really smart or something, you know? He's an <laughs> empath. <enemy laughs> I, 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 I guess I, like I, I know. know. Could read minds or something, you know? All right,
0: all right. could get You could get a little funny in there. You can get a little funny. You just want a little sci-fi action. Yeah, I want a little sci-fi action. My okay. like Kramer vs. Kramer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what it should be? What? Infuse it with Armageddon. Let the world be ending. Okay. And they're like, what's really important here? There you go. That's how you bring the heart into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm with you. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you straight across the board. It is. I'm also very interested in the grand experiment of... If Michael Bay has Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman in his prime, is it a good movie? I I mean, probably better than it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, I'm going to go up against you and audition for the Pierce Brosnan role in Mrs. Doubtfire. Bring your speed up. And uh, I I don't don't think I don't. (laughs) Everywhere I go. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm trashing the parent trap. Haven't seen it. Won't see it. You've
2: never seen either version?
0: I have seen clips of the original. Okay. I have never seen either all the way through. Yeah. I know the story. Yeah. Sounds like they're terrible parents to begin with. Never telling either one that they have a it's sister. It's a strong decision that most people would frown upon. <laughs> 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 yeah. There. and then to not talk and discuss things like hey are you going to the same summer camp or whatever yeah well they're
1: like in different con- they're like one. they don't live on don't they live on different coasts yeah, well in the newest one meet. one lives in like London and the other lives in New York or something do so they make Lindsay Lohan do a Jackson? Accent. she absolutely does oh, <laughs> does she oh my god I forgot, yes she does
0: I forgot that ever happened she absolutely does holy shoot I bet you she's great at it she is pretty good she yeah. won the hearts of America hey hey absolutely Got her career, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Who doesn't love Mean Girls? Yeah, who doesn't? That's what I'm saying. Nobody. Yeah. And nobody around this table. Episode four of the No, it's like seven of the podcast. Yeah, something, or something like that. Like that. Yeah. It's early girls. Wow. Yeah, Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Great plug. Great plug for episode seven. We're <laughs> taking a break. We'll be right back with more <laughs> IFL, more Brenda McCarthy, and more Squid and more Whale right after this. back high on film talking about the squid and the whale the i guess maybe new breakout hit for noah bombach i think what uh slacker slacker no slackers what am i saying uh, kicking and screaming the other movie that was by an indie film director that also was also a name of another movie that was more college oriented because slacker and slackers yeah and then Kicking and Screaming, and then Will Ferrell Kicking and Screaming. But with Mike Dicka. But with Mike Dicka and Will Ferrell, and not about college students yeah. having existential crises. Nope. Yeah. No. He was a soccer coach, right?
2: Yeah, that Kid one.
0: Yes, coach. not the Noah Baumbach. One. Right. right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, here we are. We're getting into Squid and the Whale, taking our shoes off and dipping our toes into that sweet, sweet, spoiler ocean. So if you haven't seen this, you don't want to know what happens, I'd recommend pausing the podcast, taking, oh, 81 minutes, and watching The Squid and the Whale, and then coming back and finishing the show. Speaking of 81 minutes, that is integral in the very first game of our podcast. That's worth a damn. Worth a damn, you say? That's zero to two points for this game. The summary game. We're each going to take a turn at summarizing The Squid and the Whale in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view. An 81-minute movie gives us 8.1 seconds to get out the best summary of Squid and the Whale that you can.
2: Shit.
0: Yep. You got to give it the old kicking and screaming college try. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> now, of course, during our break, <laughs> I almost said during our toss. Oh. During our break, we had our patented cost coin toss. Uh, we tossed a three-sided coin in the air to see who would go first in these games. Brad, since you won last week, you had the prerogative of calling it. You did. It came up what you said. Here we are again. Once
1: again. (laughs) Once
0: again. So, once again, are you going first, second, or third?
1: Chris, I'm going to let you go first.
0: Oh, goody gumdrops.
1: Gumdrops that are goody.
0: I always do so well on the shorter times. Uh,
1: Everyone does. (laughs) Uh, So, it is what, 8.1? 8.1. Okay, are you ready?
0: As ready as I'm going to be. In three, two, one. Jeff Daniels and Laura Linney are getting a divorce, and it really leads, uh, brings hell on our kids, Jesse Eisenberg and some other kid. And they express it in bad ways and they become dicks, but then he realizes that his mom was right and he died. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. I did my best, not
2: bad, not Thank bad you. at all. Thanks.
0: Yeah. I, you know, a lot goes on, but I, I feel like I got the, the meat of it. Mm-hmm. Brendan, oh boy, are you ready here? You betcha. Squid and the Whale, the movie you chose to watch. 8.1 seconds to summarize. In 3, 2, 1.
2: Two brothers struggle through the angst of growing up amidst a uh, divorce by their high profile parents. They struggle, uh, lose a lot, but love also. Time. <laughs> yeah,
0: <that's good. laughs> yeah. Got it in there. Yeah. It <laughs> right. But love yeah. also. That's That's my favorite Christmas movie. Love also. <laughs> good one. Thanks. Brad? Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can mention the squid or the whale. No. Neither one of us did. <laughs> it's not that important. <laughs> okay. uh, allegorical. Yeah. 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 Again, not that important. <laughs> 8.1 <laughs> seconds to get in what is important. Okay. In three, two, one.
1: Jeff Daniels and Laura Leonard are getting a divorce. Each one of their kids kind of sides with them. The dad's a dick. The son's a dick. The other one's fucked up and the uh, mom's sleeping around a little bit. And in Time. the end, they're <laughs>
0: The dad's a dick, the son's a dick, the other one's fucking. <laughs> Mom's <laughs> sleeping
1: around a little bit, you
0: know.
2: <laughs> we all That's have hilarious. problems. Right? Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. In this movie, they do. They do. No one's really a, a truly good person. Um, but yeah, uh, really good movie. They're getting a divorce. Uh, Jeff Daniels, an old successful writer, now facing struggles. Laura Linney, and a new blossoming writer, now seeing success. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. Let's get into some of these clips, huh? In our next game, First Impressions. We're just going to give a line from the movie The Squid and the Whale that we'd like to hear the person sitting to our right to impersonate to the best of their ability. This time for a total of zero to three points. Mm-hmm. Since I went first that time, Brendan, you're going to go first to give Brad any line you'd like to hear him impersonate.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a line where uh, Jeff Daniels is explaining what a, a Philistine is to his son. So... Will has the line go again? <laughs> why don't we let Jeff Daniels tell why, it? Why, why, why don't we let Jeff take it away?
0: What's a philistine?
2: It's a guy who doesn't care about books or interesting films and things.
0: Your mother's brother Ned is also a philistine. The a philistine Okay, Brad, your best. Jeff Daniels really uh, getting to the heart of the liberal elitism of this what? family. <laughs>
1: It's a guy who doesn't care about books and interesting films and things. Your mother brother's Ned is Philston.
0: Okay, sure. I don't know how to do a Jeff Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I, I, a few that was a swing. people do. Yeah. yeah,
1: that was a swing, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. That um, yeah, sure, okay.
1: That wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's
0: probably the best Jeff Daniels impression I've ever heard because everyone does <laughs> it. Because everyone does them. Yeah, right on par. Brad. Chris. (laughs) Do you have a line for me to impersonate? I do. Actually, we're going to
1: have a good chance to find out how good your Jeff Daniels impression is. Oh, boy. Oh, terrific. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Because I have a Jeff Daniels line for you, sir. Okay. Uh, It is when he comes up to the door uh, at Laura Linney's house to pick up the kids, and uh, she yells at him for not buying the good cat food and... The conversation kind of turns to just how each of them are doing. And this is kind of Jeff Daniels' side of that.
2: You look well? Yeah. Thanks. Things are good here. Teaching is going well. I'm playing the best tennis of my life. Maybe that's an illusion, but feels that way. It's good.
0: Hi, right, Brad. <clears throat> Well, you know I'm a wizard of voices, so <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> this should be no problem. Things are good here. Teaching's going well. I'm playing the best tennis of my life. Maybe that's an illusion. But it feels that way. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. I mean, you at least nailed inflection. Yeah, the yeah. Was yeah. I mean, it's pretty hard to do. It's I don't pretty know hard what to do. Yeah, I don't know where the hook would be. Yeah, I... Jeff Daniels' impression. Yeah, no, the hook, it... Brings you back. The hook brings you back. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? Let's get off this Jeff Daniels thing. Everyone does them. We hear Jeff Daniels impressions all (laughs) the time. We don't. You know, we just heard two more. Brendan, for your turn, I got to give you somebody else. Who are you giving me, Chris? You know, I thought about Jesse Eisenberg, and I said, nah. Mm. I thought about, you know, the principal, Mm -hmm. uh, whoever plays the principal, and I was like, no. You know who I want Brendan to do? Billy Baldwin. Billy B. <laughs> Ivan. The Philistine. Of course. The tennis pro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, towards yeah, the he's... beginning of the film, we find out he's the tennis pro for uh, old little Frank, um, the kid, the youngest of the, the two mm. brothers, that is having a Philistine conversation with uh, with Bernard. And, uh, yeah, he's just trying to give him some tips and ends up degrading his their father and then their father challenges him to some tennis. S- but uh, that's... After all of this happens, let's hear Billy Baldwin give the performance of a lifetime. Mm. You gotta ease up, my brother. I mean, Jimmy Connors hits everything as hard as he can, but we can't all get away with that, right? All right, Brendan McCarthy will be playing the part of Ivan the Tennis Pro tonight in The Squid and the Whale, (laughs) the stage production. Sheesh, you gotta ease up, my brother.
2: I mean, Jimmy Connor says everything as hard as he can, but we can't all get away with that, right?
0: Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that was pretty good, actually. That was not pretty not good. Passable. You, you didn't have that Baldwin, like, gruff in the back of your throat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, like, softens the voice a yeah, little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, I thought it was really good. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, man. i was
1: very
0: yeah. impressed. Yeah, let me, uh, let me, let me give you a, an appropriate score here. And then... I'll set my scorecard to the side. Because we're out of the competition for the moment, for the time being. Mm -hmm. Let's get into an open forum discussion we like to call Scene Work. Of course, we're an optimistic podcast if you haven't figured that out already. And we like to start things off optimistically, which means... Best Scene. Mm. What is the best scene in The Squid and the Whale? You want to? Uh, I can
1: start. Uh, go ahead, yeah, go ahead,
0: Brad. You, you usually start this off. Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, boy, I have a couple I really like, uh, especially a sequence. But I think in the end, it might be the opening tennis scene. Mm-hmm. I think that sets up every dynamic in this family so well right off the bat. You know everything right off the bat, even like Jesse Eisenberg's admiration for his father comes through in like one line when he tells him to like, uh, hit it to your mother's backhand. Mm-hmm. There's like Jesse Eisenberg's face even kind of lights up a little bit. Like, he's just so happy to be here. You have them, the two, the, uh, Jeff Daniels and Eisenberg on the one side, Laura Linney and the uh, Frank and Frank on the other side. And those are where the, the lines become very split with those are the two parents they side with. Yep. Um, and ultimately, like I, one of my favorite things about this movie is kind of the Jesse Eisenberg uh, transfer, not transformation, but the arc of his realization of who's really the the problematic parent here. And while, and I think this just kind of sets everything up so perfectly for that uh, to begin, and kind of see everything of how he constantly mimics everything his father says and. And does and blames his mother for everything when it all goes wrong. So I just think that scene. And then uh, Jeff Daniels constantly hitting Laura Linney with the tennis ball. Yeah. Which is just like.
0: Well, he like near misses her and then he hits her once. Right. Yeah, And then she flips out and the scene ends.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's also. Rightfully so. And and I feel like that's probably a very good metaphor for their marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Like that's what he does. He just kind of constantly hits you with stuff. Hits you with manipulation in one way or the other. Yeah. Um, so I I could have definitely gone with a couple different scenes but I really like the the tone that scene set for this whole movie yeah great
0: what are you thinking here, Brendan? well yeah, well it was uh
2: it was tough to pick there are a ton of ton of great scenes um I was gonna go originally with a, a scene when he breaks the news about his mom having an affair where Daniels breaks the news but the what I'm actually going to go with is uh, the moment after the talent show uh, where Laura Lenny and Baldwin and everybody wants to go out to dinner together and Eisenberg mm, yes. is being a little prick and he's like, no, like I don't want to, it's, it's dad's night, I don't want you to come and Laura Lenny, she confronts him. She's like, you know, don't do this. Don't don't treat us like this. You know, we love you. We're here for you. And then he flips her off, and he or she grabs him and then smacks him right in the mouth. And it was probably the most satisfying moment in the entire movie for me. Yeah. Because, I mean, finally, like, Eisenberg has been a prick to his mother, you know, the whole goddamn movie. Just like Brad was like, the whole movie, the entire movie. And then, like it was, fun. it was so satisfying to her to just like slap some sense in into him because you feel for her horribly because she gets walked over yeah. by people who she's loved, you know. So, so it's very satisfying. I would have to say that's my favorite scene.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're you're tapping into I think what is I think the best part of this movie uh-huh. is, I mean, it's no it's no mistake that the screenplay is nominated for an Oscar, but the way. That this movie lets the line of misogyny and elitism flow from Bernard into Mm -hmm. Walt, from Daniels into Eisenberg, is pretty fucking masterful. Mm. Like, it's so natural, it seems so effortless... Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'll say that for the same thing for the, the tributary that flows into uh, Frank as well. When when you see Jeff Daniels cursing after every tennis fuck up, and then suddenly now Frank's cursing after oh. everything every time he fucks something up. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I just love that so much. Like, it's you strange. watch them. The influence. The influence right that these parents yeah. have on them. Uh, and yeah, that is so satisfying mm-hmm. when she just slaps him. Yeah. And you watch Ivan in the background there just looking on and just being like, oh, yeah, that's great. Um, boy, I mean, those are probably my two favorites, actually, that you guys mentioned. I agree. The first scene is yeah. one of the best first scenes of any movie. Like, you establish everything right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for argument's sake, I'll say another scene. I really like the reveal that Sophie, um, Eisenberg's girlfriend... Took his bullshit comment about Kafka and metamorphosis mm-hmm. and read metamorphosis, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though he was only mimicking Spear his father and, yeah. and not, didn't actually read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that challenged It's the first time we see him challenged with any of his bullshit. He's yeah. been a prick, but he hasn't been challenged like right. face-to-face with it. He's been able to talk his way around it. Mm-hmm. or I'm not even sure we've even had the option to see him try to weasel his way out of something yet. Um and then he, to cover it up, kisses her. And he's also bad at that. Terrible. And it's it's very satisfying to see him get this little comeuppance. Um, because you never see it in the Jeff Daniels character. Mm-hmm. That's already happened. That's way before this movie started that happens. And to so you, you kind of shadow it with his son who is now walking in his exact footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, except without actually putting in the work yeah. of anything he does. Which is... a. Uh, Beautiful little ironic twist, too, that leads into the Hey You yeah. cover that he passes off as an original song, which I also think deserves mention here. Yes. Yeah, because sure. that is the other scene that I remembered. I was like, oh, and he plays Hey You at the talent show. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Says it's his own song. I and, thought that was just fucking brilliant. Yeah.
2: Um, well, it's kind of It was kind of hard for me to believe that, like, all those teenagers at the high school, like, nobody called him
0: out. Well, it was set in the early 80s. Yeah, but I don't know. And it's like, a, you know, more of a. It's a high Push school. Your it's a high school in Brooklyn. It's a private high school in Brooklyn. Uh huh. Okay. Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I Brooklyn. I know. Brooklyn is woke. I know. I've been there. They've heard of Pink Floyd. All right. Now. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it is. It is a little right tough, there. but the, I think they do a good job of drawing the line that his parents wouldn't know of Pink Floyd. Sure. Like you believe but that Ivan they wouldn't. And Anna Paquin do. Right. Yeah. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think is beautiful, because their knowing glances are...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priceless. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, if there's a best scene, there must be a worse scene.
2: worst scene. Worse scene. What uh, is it? A scene that bothered me was when he first starts hitting on Sophie, and he starts talking about literature a little bit, right? And he starts talking about the Kafka or whatever. Did you check out the classroom they were in? It was like a chemistry lab. Yeah. It seemed like totally like out of left field why this guy would all of a sudden start talking that like he was just basically like hi hi, and then he starts going into this random you know literature reference. Oh, that's into. all he knows. Yeah. This
0: is how he thinks he impresses women. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I guess it just <laughs> how I, his dad got his mom. I don't. I don't care for his performance or either. It was just a little icky. It was a little too like Zuckerbergy. I yeah. would say. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's fine, maybe it was like a decent choice, but it just it, it didn't it didn't pleasure me. I didn't. I didn't care for it. It didn't pleasure me. It didn't pleasure didn't pleasure me. me. Hmm.
0: Yeah. No, nah, I, I liked it. Yeah? I, I thought it was alright. I think it's uncomfortable, it but purposefully. Yeah. Okay. Know. No, no, alright, but you gotta pick something. You gotta pick something. You should hear mine. Mine is quick, so. Mick nitpicky is all yeah. in hell. When Laura Linney goes to apologize to Frank, the youngest son, mm-hmm. uh, I just looked up his name, Owen Klein, I wanted to mention his real name, the actor. I believe it was Owen Klein. Out of it. yeah. yeah it sounds Definitely. Right. Um, for sure. For Klein, of course. When he runs home and finds that Ivan was there. And then he's in the shower before his dad picks him up. hmm And she goes to apologize to him. And she's like, I'm sorry about Ivan. I didn't tell you. And he puts his hand kind of halfway out the shower. But then nothing really happens. And it's just such an odd scene. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe I thought it was going to deal with some of, like, this kid's fucked up sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, masturbating in I the library. It a and yeah. It's a similar image. But nothing uh, happens. Do you think he has semen on his hand there? you think he's jerking off? No, I don't necessarily think that, but it is No, the I'm same being serious. Like, yeah. I mean, like, uh, part
1: of me thought he was. Part I didn't of me thought he was. was, like, bracing himself against the wall doing that. That was because the only that that seemed to be the yeah, only I guess logical choice for why his hand pops so out. So like there. an
0: edible thing here, like he's masturbating with his mother.
1: Yeah, to. I mean, there's certainly a lot of. I mean, he's at one point also takes his mother's underwear and lays it on her yeah. bed. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 On like that, three days he's alone. Three yeah. days. Yeah. 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 Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and this kind of goes into what my probably my worst scene is, which is not a worst scene. This, the, uh, Frank's overall masturbation thing, while it makes sense for what the character, like, that the character's kind of going through this really weird, not weird, I mean, all kind of going through sexual awakening. Going there, through puberty,
0: yeah. and uh, as a very tumultuous home life. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the wiping it on the locker, the wiping on the books, I, I I felt like all of that didn't really lead to anything. Like, with Eisenberg, you kind of see what he, all his flaws and what he's going through, and then you see how he becomes... Similar to his father. Well, not similar to his father. How he, like, realizes it and starts okay. to like, fix himself and starts mm-hmm. to have this uh, realization that mm-hmm. he's been doing everything wrong. And while that storyline, all of the different masturbation stuff certainly tells us what this kid's going through and how he's walking around drinking a beer and drinking it. Yeah. It ultimately, we we don't get any kind of, it's not finalized. We don't really figure out like there's, it's really not addressed ever again after their, his parents are told about it in the, in the principal's office. Yeah. They never, you never even see them discuss it with him.
0: No. It's true. Well, do you think it's just a sign of the neglect? These parents are neglecting their children, both of them, because they're tied up in their own problems and affairs and things. Yeah, but... I, because, I, like, so Eisenberg was raised exactly in the model of his father, and now uh, Frank is being raised by nobody. Like, no one's watching him. He's not... He You know, he's allowed to drink beers and liquor all, all the, the time, time. Yeah. <clears throat> like without any no one even notices like neither one of his parents notice his dad knocks on the window when he's drinking that beer and they don't make a comment about it yeah part of me wondered if that was like the t- i mean in the like that in
1: back in the day wasn't as crazy of a thing i guess the 80s for a pretty young 13
0: year old how yeah, yeah. he 12 no. i mean yeah, yeah younger yeah
1: 10 yeah. yeah, i just when you start off. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess the neglect it's thing comes into year. play but given what given Laura Linney's character and kind of her, while still there's an element of neglect to it, she still seems to care. There still seems to be some awareness. Absolutely. I'm not saying
0: she doesn't care. I'm not saying one of them really don't care. Right. Uh, The dad
1: doesn't. Yes. Uh, It felt Mm -hmm. weird that at least Laura Linney didn't have, that that wasn't addressed. Okay. I will say that Frank does have a couple of instances where he does
2: self-monitor, or like he realizes that he's out of control. Like, um, like he does have that moment when he's home alone and he's chugging a beer and he's like just staring at himself shirtless and he's like, "Stop, please, Frank, stop." Yeah. So like, there's some there's some recognition on him that he's like, I mean, he doesn't do that with the with the jerking off in the library, but maybe right. that's like, an he, he, he sees that he's acting out. He's more overtly acting out, whereas Eisenberg is introvertly like going through his shit and then pr- taking it out on his girlfriend and whatnot. Yeah. You know, so those are two huge different ways of how, of how these kids who are have been taking different influences from different parents,
1: how they're going through the same, uh, you know, trouble. Yeah, it just did. It, it felt like that in with being such a big storyline in this, and kind of the arc of how the young, how Frank is dealing with everything that's going on around him. It just felt like we talked about it with the principal, and that was it. It was never. Addressed again, it was never really talked about with Frank That's true. himself. So, I mean, I'm again we're nitpicking in this movie. it's yeah. pretty no, 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 no. But it felt like maybe there was a scene missed there or something that yeah could have at least. Did they ever broach the subject with the Hey You cover also? What do you mean? Did, did
2: they the ever? Did the parents ever go to? Um, oh Walter? No, no, they did not. They didn't. They didn't either.
0: Well, they're they're in the classroom when the teacher's playing it for them. Right, but... And then Jeff Daniels says he's like, well, it's his interpretation. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, defending him. Of course. Yeah. But he doesn't to Jesse Eisenberg. No.
2: So it's, yeah, it's kind of like the same thing there, too. So maybe it is a habit of them, like, that's a a flaw of their parenthood. They just never talk about anything.
0: Yeah. They didn't talk about uh, sex with Frank. He has no idea how to handle himself. He has, like, one little ripped-out piece of a porno mag.
2: I couldn't even make out what it was.
0: Yeah, I think that's purposeful.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you just knew it was skin. I think it's
0: legs and a vagina. Legs, I don't know what it is? There's some curves mm-hmm. I think in there. So. Yeah, it's very hard to give it a look to and understand. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, here's <laughs> something that's not hard
0: to understand. It's milking it, the final game of our podcast today. Zero to five points this time. So yes, competition's back on. Reach can draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card, will give you a new way to look at the squid and the whale. Mm. You can uh, reuse, reduce, recycle any of the elements, the characters, the themes, the storyline uh, from this movie, repurpose it, put it back, uh, rebuild it, make it stronger into a brand new movie, a title, and a quick summary from each one of us that we can put back out there and make a billion more dollars for the studio system. Mm. Alright, let's uh, get out the old relic, give it a good turn, mix up these ancient cards of Hollywood. You know, they say there's only like four stories, but there's like fucking 30 cards in here, you know? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, weird. Uh, Brad. Yes. By choosing me to go first in the very first game of the podcast, I believe you have destined yourself to go first here. It was destiny. road movie all right road, movie. road trip I'll choose second I'm gonna do it as a psychological thriller mm. interesting. very interesting and Brendan
2: get one here
0: yeah pick a good one please
2: well I get my wish I get a sci-fi adventure space opera.
0: There you go. Yeah. Wow. All right. Star Wars it is.
2: Again, <laughs> yeah, done.
0: We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for the squid and the whale. Noah Baumbach film from 2005. There you go. There it is. There it is. Oh, boy. Okay, guys. Uh, we drew cards from the big box of Hollywood ideas, and now we got three brand new movies. Brad, we're starting with you. It's a road movie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got?
1: Okay. So, it's going to be a little off uh, from what the actual movie is.
0: No kidding. Well, I'm going to take
1: some liberties. <laughs> um So, we still have the situation, Walt, Frank, the two kids, and then uh, Bernard and Joan, I believe, are the parents that split up. It is summer, so school is out. Bernard and Joan have separated, and they now live quite a distance apart. They live about two hours away from each other. Okay. Um, Not London and California. No, 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 no. It's like a two to three hour drive. Okay. Um, so the way it's been set up is that right now, um, Frank is staying with Bernard. Walt is staying with Joan. And they've been there for like the last two weeks. And now they are each going to drive halfway to meet one another to swap kids and go back with the other one. Mm. So. Oh, I kind of like that. So on the way to, you're kind of with both different uh, Bernard and Frank, Walt and Joan, and kind of seeing how they're interacting. You're specifically seeing Walt behave very similar to his father. And even more so, I feel like even in that scene, you'll see kind of more of Walt being like a real dick and you won't even see it as much from Bernard early on. And as the movie progresses, you'll kind of see where Walt's getting all of this from. It's almost a little more of a reveal that this is that his behavior all Mm -hmm. comes from his father. Um, and they meet at, and basically what they're doing is they're going to meet in the middle at this museum and they meet at the squid and the whale, uh, exhibit like for the movie. And then that's, then they natural uh, history museum. Right. And then they go have lunch together and then they swap the kids and they go back. And it's this very, of course, uncomfortable lunch. It's the only scene in the movie where you'll see Bernard and Joan actually interact so that will kind of, that scene will very much focus more on them. Mm. And then when they go back with the, so now Walt's going back with Bernard, Frank's going back with Joan, and that's kind of when uh, Walt start. it's kind of that arc of starting to realize, he gets slapped in the face by his mother, like right before they get there. Mm-hmm. And then his realization of who his father is and how many lies he's told and all that is kind of realized on their drive back to his dad's place. And in with Laura, Lynn, uh, Joan and Frank, there's going to be a scene where she actually this time catches him like masturbating in the car. And now there's going to be this rest of the drive home is kind of dealing with what he's going. It's going to be more about dealing with what he's going through and why he was like doing this in public at a rest stop with people around and like, didn't really seem to think anything of it. Hmm. Uh, and that's basically it.
0: Okay. And your title?
1: I couldn't think of anything that really worked, that played off of Squid and the Whale great, but I went with Meeting in the Middle.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I like that. That's really, that's very clever. I like going one way and then going back the other mm-hmm. way and seeing the relationships kind of change and and, and uh, foil one another. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you very much. My very pleasure. Um, I had a similar problem with my psychological thriller. I don't think I can top the titles, The Squid and the Whale.
1: It's so good.
0: Yeah, which I think also works here very well. But I did give it another title. Mm-hmm. But if we were actually releasing this as a psychological thriller, I'd maybe argue for Squid and the Whale. Uh, so, I makes, makes a, a totally lot of sense. sense. I would, yeah. too. Cause yeah, cause yeah, that's yeah. Like where they, in mind? it's right. where they and meet it, at. Yeah. Potentially the parents. Like Yeah, yeah, exactly. It makes perfect sense. So for my psychological thriller... Uh, What I got is, you know, we have two kids, younger kids, rich parents going through a divorce, never really treated their children too well because of their, uh, the the luxuries afforded to them. Um, And turns out these kids are a little more fucked up, a little more like the Menendez brothers. Mm. Okay. You know? Okay. Right, right. Um, Realize that their parents are kind of screwing them up and decide to kill their parents, Uh, which they do. Mm, Uh, And now we're all also going to see this more from Walt's point of view. Mm -hmm. So we can get some of this museum stuff going on. Get a little Holden Caulfield kind of vibe. Um, And then... uh, So they both kind of kill their parents over the jealousies over Lily and Ivan. Like their new relationships. Um, And once they do that, then once they're kind of captured, taken in by the police... uh, things start to get tense as the brothers' uneasy alliance starts to teeter because their tendencies that they've learned from their corresponding parents now start coming through in them despite their best efforts and are letting their tempers and hate kind of rage against one another uh, as the court case wages on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So again, I'd call it the squid in the wild, (laughs) but... Squid in the what? whale 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 whale, whale. 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 whale squ- squid in the whale <laughs> I'll, get, I'll give you the moon Mary I'll give you the squid in the whale Mary <laughs> from the Natural History Museum of America <laughs> you seem to lose it there Jimmy Shh. It'd look great in the den. So it, it would look great in the den so it would look great in the den so as of now the movie is called 30 Love 30 Love 30 Love which would be a 2-0 tennis score
1: Ah, oh, oh, there we love. go. Forgot, it. There we of course. Go. Yes. Yeah. Thirty well love. Very well clever. Well
2: very done. clever. Well. Have to get real clever with that. Hey, huh? that's
0: right, I tried. Right.
2: Thirty love. yep. Yeah.
0: I had to try to top squid in the whale.
2: Yeah. Not bad. Thank you, you. Get a bonus point for thirty love. Actually. Yeah. Thirty Thank love hard to top it.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, Brendan, we I'm go. very excited Time to try. for your sci-fi adventure or space opera version.
2: All right, sci-fi adventure, space opera version. It's titled Space Squid versus the USS Whale.
1: I'm in. <laughs> I was about to say, Chris Maxwell's going to love that I title. don't
2: see how this is a great movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm listening. So, uh, uh, same kind of family situation, only they're still together at this point in time, right? And in order to save their marriage, they decide to go on this intergalactic, uh, leisurely space cruise on the USS Whale.
1: As you do. Taylor's as
2: old as time. As you Tale do. as old as time. But of course... Kind of backfires, right? So the close quarters don't bring them together; they only drive them apart. You know, Daniels is still being an ass, like manipulating, m- manipulating, and you know, just being totally condescending. Um, and it uh, drives Laura away. And where does she drive... Where does she, you can only go so many places, even on a big space leisure cruise. You know, it's only so big. Yeah. Well, she she likes the theater a good deal, and uh, that's where they're perform uh, Billy. Uh, Baldwin? Billy Baldwin is the star in the uh, in the production, the opera that's going Playing on. Himself. Yeah. Oh. Playing himself? Yeah. Playing himself, like yeah. Playing Billy Baldwin in this movie? Yeah. yeah. But he's the star, so she falls in love with him because of his fantastic tenor. You know, his voice <laughs> just just sweeps her off her feet. And uh, the problem with the leisure cruises is that it's space, so it's not like a week. It's more like seven months. So it really kind of drives. Yeah. So they do end up splitting up, you know. But they're Je- stuck on the they're ship. They're stuck on the ship. He's uh, on the other side of the ship. It takes a while, but he's still there, you know. Still trying to split time with the kids. They're still acting out. You know, uh, Jesse's got a little, you know, lady. Doesn't treat her great, you know. Sa- the same Jesse. deal, but kind of summer-loving, you know. Happens so fast. happens so blast. fast. Had you know, blast. had a blast. When all of a sudden, an enormous, ancient space squid latches on to the USS Whale. At that moment, the captain has a heart attack, drops dead.
1: What? Naturally. The
2: captain? The captain of the USS Will is dead. Heart attack, drops dead. So there's a lot of chaos going on. The crew doesn't know what the hell they're doing. You know, it's a pleasure cruise. They didn't expect this huge squid to attack them. But the backstory behind Billy Baldwin's character is that he could have been captain, but uh, he, 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 he... preferred a love of theater instead so uh (laughs) that's such a baldwin move (laughs) so he's the only person he's the only person that knows is familiar with the schematics of the ship and the weaponry and the defenses and whatnot so he has to get on the intercom and and sing uh, instructions to the crew on how to defend against this he's their only hope so as that's happening, Jesse Eisenberg is going around trying to find his lover. The father realizes that he screwed up, and he's—I'm I'm making it a little bit more romantic. He's sure. frantically searching for uh, for the um, the summer loving girl. Mm. You no, know, no, no. The father's searching for the youngest son, who's you know jacking off to intergalactic porn. You know? Oh my goodness! And uh, just as uh, you know, just as we're coming to the climax, the tenor is coming to the climax. All of a sudden, the space squid. Breaks the hull of the USS Whale and all perish.
0: Oh, oh perish. my god! Wow!
1: All that's perish. a twist. All perish. I gotta say, when you first made that noise, I was like, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Did he jack off? No. Yeah, yeah, I know. thought that's where we were going. I was like, wow. I understand. Did you use the word climax. And I know
2: the so? audience won't see, you know, like. Your hand moves. Oh, yeah. Right, the, they, the they, were, they won't see they that. Won't.
1: They certainly. They led, won't. Led, led They'll down just hear.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. construed in a different way. Okay. I think certainly. Yeah. Well, uh, well sure. That's that's a sci-fi adventure for sure. That yeah. is an yeah. adventure. Excellent, guys. Well, as soon as you're done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And as you do that, uh, we must move into our podcast. Nope. We must move into our pessimistic end. A podcast Regrets anything you regret saying or not saying through the duration of this show guys um.
1: I well I mentioned the shrink scene that I liked so much where yes. kind of Jesse Eisenberg figures out for the first time he talks about this that's why it's called the squid and the whale which we should have probably actually mentioned too they like used to take yeah. these it, trips with his mom to the history museum and like the squid and the whale uh, exhibits scare him. And when they'd look at all the other exhibits and they would go back home and she would tell some story about it or something to that effect.
0: But she would describe it to him.
1: Yes. And which is obviously very much, you see, then you see it at the end. It's like the whale, I think, biting through the squid or vice versa. and It's very obvious of how that is his parents. There is the moment where he is, like, thinking back to then and thinking about his dad. He's no. like, I don't know where he was. Right. Yeah. And are you just supposed to think like he was not, his dad just wasn't around? Yeah. Because his dad's never really cared for them. Right. So it was just that, that that's, okay, that's what that was. It was literally just him. He, I that he was, asked
0: for a happy memory and his only happy memory is his, mom, his who mom, who he hates so much. Right. Uh, you know, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I, for a second.
1: That's the way I read it. No, no, no. That makes perfect sense. Because when he's like kind of having that moment of like... Thinking his dad, like, where was my dad? I thought it was leading to some bigger yeah. reveal or realization, but I think that was just my yeah. own uh, uh, my own thought process.
2: I regret. Um. Uh. Who's the character's name? Shelby or Shelley? Who's Sophie? Sophie. The Sophie. You said a lot of names there. Sophie. Sophie's the girlfriend. Sophie, right? the girlfriend of Eisenberg. Girlfriend of Walter. I mean, like, she. She's basically like. She looks exactly like Laura Lenny. Or at least how they d- did her up. I mean, there's a striking similar similarity yeah, between yeah. the two. Yeah. For sure. And there's yeah. that moment also with Frank and Laura Lenny in the bathroom when he's brushing his teeth. And uh, huh. Frank Calls says, ugly. ugly. And Ugh. he's like, Walt says you're ugly. And he's and she says, so well, that's not true. So it's, it was interesting that Walt thinks that she's ugly and that she he goes out with the girl that looks a lot like her, in my opinion. And is never
0: satisfied with her. And her is, never, dad sad, is never satisfied because exactly that, well, that was a fun. Do, that we, was... do
1: we also not think Walt saying she's ugly is coming from his father? Of course it is. Okay, but, but absolutely. He, yes. but, that's
0: why he regrets breaking up with Sophie. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. He's like, I shouldn't have broken up with her. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just like his dad goes, "Let me make burgers. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't that's have hilarious. let this fall apart for a decade."
1: Right. But They're I'm doubles. just saying that. Walt, Frank repeats what Walt said, saying that Laura Lenny's ugly. Yeah. And that is probably something Walt told Frank that Bernard, Bernard told Walt.
2: Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, no, he didn't think that
0: himself. No. No
2: way. No way.
0: No way. No way. No way. No way. Um, boy, guys, I don't know if I have a podcast regret today, I think that's okay. I guess mine's, we didn't discuss the cat. Oh. The cat. No, just, just the joke. That's the line. I didn't think about the cat. That's the line where they... Yeah, they, we didn't discuss, the yeah, did discuss, yeah, did discuss the cat. In
1: that divorce scene, that is a hilarious moment. Yeah. Like,
0: oh shit, we forgot
1: the cat. Yeah, man. yeah, Like, that is such a perfect
0: little moment. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really six. funny. It was great. Yeah. And Billy Baldwin's great. I guess I should just reemphasize that. I really like that. And I'm... did we
1: emphasize enough, I'm sorry, too, that how no, good Jeff Daniels and Laura Linney are? Like, yeah. I feel like we kind of...
0: I feel like that might almost go without saying. It almost, Jeff Daniels and Laura Linney. It almost
1: does, but just to cover our performances. Yeah, boy, For they sure. are Tremendous. always so good. Linney is always just phenomenal. Yeah,
0: outstanding. Um, well, guys, I got the points tallied. Mm-hmm. This was a close one. Oh wow! Oh boy, Brad, uh, you are in third place at fourteen point four points.
1: That sounds right to me.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right to me. But Brendan and I. Came within .2 points of one another. .2. Whoa. To win the podcast. Wow. Mail biter. I came up with 16.7. Uh-huh. Brendan came up with 16.9 points go. to take home the squid in the whale. All right. Wow. Congratulations, yes. Thank you my friend. Uh, Thank you very much. Oh, a pleasure, sir. Yeah. You, you put up a hell of a fight. Oh. Uh, I, I loved your milk in it. Your impression was great. Thank you so much, you know. Yeah, you know, and your summer a great game material was actually with, on point. You, know? you were consistent. Yeah. <laughs> consistent across the board. <laughs> you point. really were. Brendan, thank you so much for being on the show Thanks for once having me on more. the show.
2: What, what a treat. What an absolute treat. Thank uh, you dude. for bringing this film.
1: I'm glad I actually got to see it. Yeah. I am
0: too. We've talked about it for so long, and mm-hmm. this man has never seen
1: it. it I, I can maybe start moving on from Greenberg.
0: Yeah. Hey, maybe let's watch While We're Young. Or Francis Ha. Those are my okay, next favorites. Okay, okay. let's
1: not get ahead of ourselves. Come on, let's Brad. take it slow. While Grace. We're Young and let's Francis take Ha. take it slow, one at a time. Pick one, and we can discuss. I'm not throwing in the Mistress
0: America yet. I've never seen that. It's great. Is it? It's a screwball comedy. Yeah? Yeah, it's beautiful. Maybe I'll check it out. You should. (laughs) Uh, Brendan, do you have anything to plug today?
2: (laughs) Plug today? Uh, Well, you can uh, follow me on Twitter, Brendan McRiggs, uh, on Insta, BigRiggsInc. And, uh, yeah, also, uh, you incorporated c- now. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Incorporating. And I'm going to plug my new, uh, job. I'm going to be moving back to Boston. So this is, this is a transitional movie. This was a transitional time in my life. You know, another reason why oh. I may have like chosen something like this, but, uh, follow uh, Yankee lobster fish market, uh, on, Facebook, I think, is the only place. I'll I'll fix that. But uh, yeah, I think we got an Instagram no. account too. Google it. But yeah, absolutely. Go there. It's Go there.
0: Yankee lobster fish market. Yeah, that's it a, is. That's a lot of nouns.
1: Right,
2: right in the uh, right in the heart of uh, the Boston Seaport. Yankee. We also have a uh, oh, yeah
0: Yankee Doodle Dandy man. <laughs>
2: we have a, a vending contract at Fenway too. And there's a there's a sign. The only Yankee that can't be beat. very cheesy very cheesy
0: that's smart there you go that's very smart that's very smart lobster rolls for 20
2: bucks at the game ooh come and get them
0: ah damn well Brendan god it's a damn pleasure man pleasure's Uh, mine man have a successful and easy move thank you much you will be missed here on Highland Film yeah I'll be back well not on Highland Film but yeah yeah yeah. we're ending in a mere 17 episodes wow yeah unbelievable maybe forever Maybe we'll see. We'll I see. mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to say forever. I mean, there's definitely potential in our lives to go. <laughs> hey, let's start doing high end. <laughs> but it's it's gonna be. Uh, it, it'll be a drought. Yeah, for sure. A Long drought. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, we love you very much. Please tune in next week for. Our final McConnuary, our final wow. Matthew McConaughey wow. celebration next week wow. with our McConaughey expert, Mr. Brendan Gallagher. Wow, another so, two Brendans right in, two a row. Even, in a row. I didn't even. Can't beat oh, that. Oh man, <sighs> Brad Davis. Anything to plug? <laughs> uh, at BdAlwaysGP
1: on Twitter and Facebook, and I actually do. Uh, I will have a post up on I love you Pittsburgh Pirates.
0: Brad, it. But it's the off season. Did something tumultuous happen to the Pirates franchise? <laughs> Chris, it's oh a little. God. I'm still a little raw. I so, believe it. I know.
1: Uh, but I, I actually have. Uh, I'm going to be putting up a post. Uh, it actually, when this airs, it will already be up. So. All right. Uh, what are you going
2: to do with your fake dreadlocks? Is what I want to know. My to, fake dreadlocks. Yeah, I used to wear those with pride during
1: Pirates games. Now. <laughs> Not anymore. Gone. Nope. Anymore. Gone. gone. Uh But yeah, I I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates. There is actually a post up there for the offseason.
0: Yeah, guys, if you want to read about the bad moves the Pittsburgh Pirates have made, (laughs) uh, and I I do recommend you do, Uh, he is a great writer, uh, and it's one of my favorite blogs, I will tell you that. Um, But check that out. And, yeah. Yeah. I'm at CrossMaxbook. <laughs> there yeah. <it> is. Across <laughs> your social media accounts. That's Chris with an O. Or, or, yeah, in place of the I. Uh, at High on Film, wherever you want to find us. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment on the site, Facebook, on Twitter, whatever you want. Um, yeah, and thanks for listening. We'll be with you for 17 more episodes. So uh, get your comments in now. <laughs> 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 we love you guys. Thanks so much. Goodbye.